For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. Live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call Ooh. That's All Studios at the it's Avenue. Party, baby. This is Scalzo and Brust. Ooh. Presented by Bud Light it's a party, baby. on 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. It's a party, baby. Woo! It's a party, baby. Wisconsin, he's Ben Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo. Josh Dimaggio running the show. You, the Scalzo and Brust family, calling, texting 800-990-ESPN. Again, 800-990-3776. The greatest quarterback in the history of Green Bay Packers football has spoken. That's right, Aaron Rodgers. Had his post Darkness Retreat conversation with Aubrey Marcus on the Aubrey Marcus podcast. That was dropped this morning. I would start off by just saying that Aaron looks great. He looks healthier than he has in a really long time. Do you disagree? His hair, his hair was in a good place. His hair, his, his hair is, in, is is in a really a good place. Life, like back in his body, he looked a little thicker. Like last year, he looked a little. He did look thin. a little frail. For 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 his terms, you know, yeah. he still is, you know, world class quarterback who you have to have some muscle on you. But he he was a little bit like like skinny strong. Today, when I saw his face, it, it looked a little more full. Good. Looks like a guy who's ready to win an MVP. That's just one man's opinion. One man who would say is is he's his number one supporter. Thanks, Ben. Uh, <laughs> what I would like to do. Is my goal is to get to a point at which you and I can have conversations with each other like Aaron Rodgers and Aubrey Marcus. How so? Anytime that I broach something remotely emotional with you, it's not your it's not your forte. You know what I mean? Interesting. How how would you why why would you say that? I, I cry. I feel my emotions. You don't you don't meet me at the same level there. I'm not asking you to cry, but like when I like I, I don't know like I just there was something about Aubrey Marcus and Aaron Rodgers when they were in this podcast. We have a strong connection. We have great rapport. We do, but they go deep, man. They go really deep. I will say, if you want to go deep, then don't do it in the office on like a Tuesday afternoon. 
You know? And this didn't happen yesterday. Ben was in Madison yesterday. But, like, we could go deep. You gotta have the right setting. Like, I, I always have my guard up at work. I think everybody does. Or for the, Not everybody. Many people do. Also, yeah, you probably can't. I, I would love for you to get me a cry. I don't have it in me. Oh. I don't have that well in me. I'm to, the Dr. Uh, Phil of your life, Greg. Welcome. Are you? I'm going to be. It's You're my... Never, I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to get there. And also, when we get deeply emotional, we're not talking about things that we have in common. It's generally talking about your world. Oh, that makes me feel bad. That's my point. No, is my, is my goal is I'm get, I'm going to touch you so deep inside. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> oh my, God! Doing right See, now? this is why we can't connect. This is why we can't reach those deep. We low- can. I probably. You've had months, huh? I feel like I'm a pretty apathetic person. I feel like I've got a high level of, of emotional intelligence, but I'm not always the best at accessing my own feelings. Like I feel like I do pretty well in terms of working with you. Oh, you're totally. Going- but when it comes to my own feelings, yeah, no, like, there's still massive amounts of uh, of walls up around there. I want to break those walls be. down. Good luck. Thanks. Have you has your wife broken those down before? God, no, no, no. So I don't have a chance. She can't. I don't think anybody's been able. to. I don't know if uh, maybe maybe one day I'll be able to access it. Maybe going through the processes that Aaron Rodgers has gone through, maybe that will allow us to uh, uh, allow me to do so. Who knows? What would, he it, seems like what would it take who's... for us to do a darkness retreat? Not together, like in the same hut, but like, would you be open to doing I'm a darkness? I'm far more open to doing an ayahuasca uh, retreat than I am a darkness retreat. I think <sighs> I need to spend a little bit of time with Grandma Ay- Ayahuasca before I feel confident enough in my, my own yeah, my brain son. to live yeah. with myself in that way. Yes, yeah, so... Uh, we will get into the Aubrey Marcus podcast. The Bucks have won 15, 15 in a row. Mark Chumura celebrated that. Host of Jen, Gabe, and Chewy Mornings, 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. By effortlessly pumping out 15 reps of 225. That's your opinion. Ben, yesterday you said... You would do 15 reps of 175. Yeah, I'm coming down a little bit. That might be a little heavy from where I'm at. Um, I'm making some gains, but I'm not Chewy. I mean, Chewy's massive. Like mm-hmm. he's massive. I, I if the Bucks win again, 16 reps of one, 16 reps of 155 tomorrow morning. 16 at 155. Yeah, because I'm thinking so 135 is the warm-up. That's the 245s on each side. Nobody wants to make a decision. And I, I'm not trying to rush why them do into I see, Why do I hear Alex Strofe's voice? What's going on, Joshy? What was that? The, we're having a little technical difficulty back here. Are we not on the air? We are. Just, Just not in Madison. Yeah. All right. Hold on. Can we pot up Alex Strofe pants yeah, right now? Yes. Because I kind of want to listen to And for the first time, I've said, I think he's gone. Is he Colin Cowherd? But then you get this news drop today. The general manager of the Raiders, Ziegler, comes out and says, yeah, I think, I think we're out. I think we're out on Rodgers. <laughs> so Las Vegas, not a landing spot. And you start. Oh, we gotta get connected. My guy Strope is battling right now, but this, it's, it's nearly impossible to go into a show without any preparation or any heads up that you think you are going to be on the air uh, for I an feel extended for him, man. period of time. He's going for the headline news right now. He's like, asking himself like, questions, and he's throwing out Ziegler, general manager of the Las Vegas Raiders, definitely has no idea what his first name is, and that is okay. He just saw the headline. Do you know the first name? Hell. No, I don't. I'd be doing the exact same thing he is. 
All right. Did you hear his tone? Yeah, you know, he's terrified. <laughs> of course you are. I, I would, like, if you're in a different market and drop off or we have a guest that we're expecting come on and they're not on. See, you know what I do? You just don't talk and allow no, me to I just run. do. I just, oh, if it was just me, I'm saying. You do tell me something good. Ask me anything. Ask me anything or tell me something good. Absolutely. Every time. Every single just time. Say the number a thousand times. Can't 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 go wrong. I believe we have him back again. I just heard him toss to us. All right. Alex Strof. Uh Zimbrick European. Oh, nope. Hey, that's me. <laughs> what a mess. All right, we'll get this right. Uh, hopefully the folks in Madison enjoyed Alex Strofe there uh, battling. He is right. The Raiders are now out of the Aaron Rodgers conversation or competition or contest or whatever it is. I can't think sweepstakes. of the word sweepstakes. Uh, if you're willing to take them at their word. There's always possibility this is posturing, but I, chen- I tend to believe that A, Aaron doesn't have an interest to go to play for uh, Josh McDaniels, and B, the Raiders don't have a whole lot of interest in bringing Aaron Rodgers into an organization with a Bill Belichick disciple who uh, is known to want control over his team and, C, and his offense. the roster's not built for a Super Bowl, which Aaron Rodgers made it clear if he comes back, he's going to want to win a Super Bowl. Josh, is it even... Worthwhile for Ben to do 16 reps at 155. Like it's just such a lesser accomplishment than Chewy at 225. Yeah, you can say that, but I watched Chewy on Jen Gabe and Chewy's Twitter feed, in which he like he did 15 reps of 225, basically doing a fourth of a rep. He he didn't even do a full rep. He didn't even do a half rep. He basically used that big chest of his and he bounced it off it like it was a trampoline to get it a fourth of the way up and then went right back down. If he would have done 50 of those, I probably could have said he'd done 15 reps of 225, but he is showing me he's a fake meathead. He carries around the big gallon of water, right? I got to go to my workout. Now I know... He's living in the past. When he throws weight up, he thinks he's actually throwing weight up like he did when he was young. But really, he's just doing like half of the reps so he can continue to feel like he's strong and young again. I'm on to him. Uh, I've noticed he's got some chicken legs. He doesn't focus on the legs at all. Doesn't do leg day. Uh, Big phony. And I found it very interesting watching that video on Jed, Gabe, and Chewy uh, on their Twitter feed. It was like the least inspiring thing I've ever watched when I thought I was going to see someone rep 225 15 times for the Bucks. So you think, I mean, you you really can't with that sort of weight get all the way up though. I mean, you just yes, throw you your elbows in that spot. Uh, that that's that's exactly what Chewie would would spread the propaganda and the jargon about. So you think even him doing it in that. So why don't you just do half half pumps at 225 and give us 16 of those. I mean, look, it is it it's somewhat impressive to do that, but it's not doing 15 reps of 225. So then do it. I can't. I'm not chewy. I have my own standards and measurements that I'm trying to get to. Okay. But I'm trying to do it the right way when I go to the Princeton Club. When I go to the Princeton Club, my guy holds me accountable to doing reps the correct way versus Chewy, who just does it the meathead way, convincing himself, doing the wrong math probably of how many reps and sets he got. Are you lashing out at Chewy because he attacked us earlier today? Meanwhile, we at in Germantown chimes in says the Bucks are on a crazy 15-game win streak right now, and the national media is hardly even addressing it. I absolutely love being the underdogs again when we're clearly the most complete team in the NBA. I don't, I don't, I don't think the. I, I honestly don't think the Bucks are like underdogs. Like I agree. I think it's the opposite actually, where there's the expectation. Like everybody knows that they're a top two to three team in the NBA. So when they rattle off 15 straight, 
I think people are like, that's awesome. We know the Bucks are really good. They won a championship two years ago. Last year, they arguably could have made it to another championship with Chris Middleton. And they're even deeper this year as a team. Uh, if you think about it, like guys like Pat Connaughton on the championship team might be on the way out of the rotation or fringe rotation guys as we head to this year's playoffs. Ezra from Port Washington said, did Ben just declare war on Chewy? Texan and Racine says uh, he can do 15 at two plates and bouncing the bar is cheating. Benny Boy hating cool. on Old Boy Swole. Matt from Milwaukee says, I love Ben's trash talk. Can he even lift the bar? 262 says, Ben, or this is James from Richfield. Uh-oh. Ben is 100% correct. Chewy's reps were embarrassing, and I do think Ben is declaring war on Chewy, and I do think it has something to do with this that was said earlier today on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. You know who I sh- what I should do? Invite the two idiots from the afternoon show who act like little, little girls, little babies. Our team's not good. Your team's really good, but I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to take my ball home, and no one's going to play. Grow up, losers. <laughs> okay, your team is average. There's a good team, a great team in the state of Wisconsin. Embrace it. You want to put some cash down to back up your mouth? Ooh, cash. Not cash. The... No, let's do a little. <laughs> let's think of a bet. Did you back off very quickly? Yeah. From the well, cash? because he doesn't control the bank account. Fake tough guy. <laughs> even, if, if, if even 20 bucks goes missing for some sort of bet with the proper room. <laughs> He's going to get in trouble. But I mean, the, some of the things they're saying and on their show. He's not going to be able to go watch Marquette with Blammer. Marquette? I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah, ben, ben drives hard to the hoop. Just embrace the thing. Look, I, I he must only be talking about you because I've said it for years now. I am a Marquette fan. <laughs> I went to UW, but I, it look, it was so fun. What are we going on now? 13, 12, 13 years ago when both teams were good, when both programs were good. All I want is for Marquette and Wisconsin to both be top 25 programs so that when they meet, that rivalry means something. When Buzz was getting to the Sweet 16 all the time and Bo similarly was getting there, even before your time in the Final Four, like those were great rivalry matchups. And then for a decade, Marquette has been largely like they've disappeared. They haven't even been a, a, a thought in the college basketball world. I want Marquette to get back there. I'm rooting for them to win their first tournament game in the last what, 13 years now? Uh, yes. No, since 2013. Uh, since 2013. Years. Like, I, I am pro-Marquette. My father-in-law's a Marquette grad. I, I, I'm friends with Marquette grads. Our guy Brian D's a Marquette grad. Like, I root for Marquette because I want them to get to that same level of relevance and success that the Badgers have had for the last 10 years because that's when the state is at its, fun, at its most fun. So I, he must be talking about you. I will say, though, he had a great losers in there. That grow-up losers was a tremendous grow-up losers. Yeah, hearing it, hearing the losers was... But uh, I feel like that losers is what got you all fired up at Chewy's reps. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it, it takes one to know one, right? It take, one living like a loser, pretending like he can do 15 reps of 225 is exactly why that stood out to me. Um, also, I, I'm not going to lie. Let, let, Josh, let's give Marquette a round of applause. How about that? Let's do that. Yay. I agree. That was a great game. It was fun. Yay! They've been in Big the Butler. they've been in the Big East since 2005. Did you know this is the first time they've ever won a Big East title? Holy cow! That's amazing. A school that funds their basketball program, the pride and joy of their school, just won their first Big East title. Hallelujah! How about those Big East tournament titles? How about those Final Four appearances since Dwayne Wade? Marquette, like, like the it's it's funny, like that 
because they're good right now, it's like they can just erase the last 10 years of sucking. And I just think it, it's it's you have to appreciate where you were to appreciate where you've been. And they don't. They they just think like this is where they've been. Oh, yeah, but you, I, I, we could be excited still. It's fun. Like they're good. Shock is a great coach. I like, think Shock is good. I think they're fun. But guess what? They still haven't won a tournament game since 2013. Watching them celebrate these, uh, this Big East title, what made it seem like they went to the Final Four? That's all I need. I'm to calling see. it right now. I'm calling it. This is the year Marquette wins a tournament game. Mark that, Joshy. Oh, it's gonna happen this year. I'm Good going job, out Greg. on a limb. They're going to win a tournament game. If they lose the 314 game. <laughs> Somehow, even when we have Aaron Rodgers talking for the first time post-darkness retreat, Ben's war with Chewy still ultimately leads the show. We will I would hear- love to see him actually do his, his tricep pushdowns, his bicep curls. He probably only goes half a rep on those, too. Whatever he does, he is a mammoth of a human being. and Steroids. Stronger than I'll ever be. <laughs> Uh, we will hear directly from the quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, next. It's Scalzo and Brust presented by Bud Light. You're listening to Bud Light, Scalzo and Brust. Before now, you had, what, Al Lazard, the slowest white guy on the team? Now you got some speed running that. No, it's a great Dave, draft. Thank, thank you for, for the, the call. Thank you for the call. I mean, I know we talk about you being blind every time, but now you've really <laughs> proved it. Al Lazard, not white. <laughs> not white. For those that... For, for any other uh, blind fans that we may have, <laughs> shout out to all the other blind fans listening. We now know that Alan Lazard is not white. Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Chimes in. Says Benny, how many national championships does Wisconsin basketball have? One, but I don't count it. Guess how many Marquette has? One, but I don't count it. They're all from like 80 million years ago. Marquette 1977, Wisconsin 1941. They both have one national championship uh, when it comes to basketball. We weren't alive for either of them. I've always said this. This is this is a good theory. That if you are a fan of a team, you can't brag about the championships that your team had when you were not alive. Homer would be able to brag about the 1977 Loves Marquette talking about Al McGuire. And so guess like, what? He was around for it. I mean, he was alive for it. I don't think he was in, like, Wisconsin. I know. But, but yeah, I, I mean, I and so, uh, yeah, it's, it's great. Travis in Milwaukee says, listening to Ben Trash Chewy for supposed half reps is the most cringe thing he's ever said on the show and a long list of cringe things. Stay in your lane being the network dweeb, a role you excel in, and avoid Chewy at all costs. There's no way you ever get the upper hand than a state legend <laughs> who has a championship ring. And uh, I'm not going to say that about his wife. Two things you'll never achieve, Travis and Tosa. Man, Travis. It was and- a compliment about his wife, but I just yeah. don't feel comfortable saying it. So Travis was hitting on Chewy's wife. Correct. Unbelievable, Travis. Have some class when talking about someone you love and adore in Mark Chimura, who I have a strong relationship with. Very strong. Like my muscles, unlike his. Greg, how do you view Ben attacking Chewy's uh, reps of 225, which he was tossing around like it was a toothpick? 
I'm, I have said it all day. I'm thoroughly impressed that he's throwing weight around like that. And any, I mean, uh, post playing career, like that's really impressive. He doesn't have a life. He literally does the radio show from 7A to 9A why and then you, goes why to the gym and lifts. when I say it's impressive? I'm not saying it's you're not, not that impressive. impressive. I want it to be impressive. <laughs> I want him to actually be a true lift guy, but he's not. I go work out with my personal training w- trainer. We do the reps correctly. We further ourselves the right way. Chewy is just going around there doing the most meathead thing ever. He's the one you that guys are laughing at meathead off right now. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to go have my protein shake and Here's go to the, the gym deal. tomorrow. We need to figure we need to get them in the gym together at the same time. How do you it's one thing to like play one-on-one in basketball? Like I just want to see you guys six, interacting. Six, I also I I know he can lift more than me. I'm not an idiot all the time. Ah. Right, Greg? Yeah, I mean, I just don't – All Josh asked me a simple question of, Greg, were you impressed by Chewy? I said yes, and you went into a tirade about Chewy. I can still be impressed yeah. that this guy who's, what, 45 years old? Probably in his 50s, so actually. I think he's now. like 52. Yeah, he's way past his prime. Um, he's throwing up 225 like nobody's business 15 times. Look, steroids can do a lot to people. Aaron Rodgers appeared earlier today on the Aubrey Marcus show, or uh, it was posted earlier Ayahuasca today. Ayahuasca can do say. a lot to people. I guess it, I guess it can. Uh, let's just start with the quick update from him as far as when he expects uh, he is going to be making a decision. He feels good about where he's at right now, which makes me feel good for Aaron Rodgers. So if you set a kind of timeline for yourself where you know, like, all right, one way or another, I'm going to make a decision by this point, or are you still leaving it kind of with uh, with some leeway? Well, I think it's best for anybody who has an interest in this to make a decision sooner rather than later. You know, I remember, you know, when Favre, uh, before he retired, you know, there were times where he, it was in April and May, and he still, you know, we weren't sure if he was going to come back because he didn't come to any of the off-season program, and and then in 2008, he actually did retire in March and then kind of said, no, 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 actually in June after OTAs, I actually want to come back and play. And then that's when, you know, I've been traded to the Jets and you know, there was obviously a lot of tension that summer. But um, for for everybody involved directly and indirectly, it's best for a decision earlier. And I feel, I feel really good about... Um, about the conversations that um, that are going to be had, that have been had with uh, important people in my life, yourself included, that um, help to orient me. But I'm not looking for somebody to tell me what the answer is. Uh, all the answers are right inside me. All the all the answers are right inside them. Uh, no, look, you're I, la- you're everybody's laughing here. You're getting an inside peek of what somebody says to their therapist when, like, they're going through a major life decision. Again, and like— you're mocking him. Like I said, there's if there's one thing that I walk away from the Aubrey, Mar- Aubrey Marcus podcast with Aaron Rodgers is I do appreciate the last three to four years of Aaron continuing to do things to try and further himself, right? To make himself a better person, to find inner peace if he's really— going to retire is he okay with that like 
He's actually like doing a lot of things to try and uncover what he's okay and what he's not okay with. This is this is his version of a pros and cons list of of going through ayahuasca, doing panchakarma, doing a darkness retreat, talking it out with his buddy Aubrey Marcus. That is admirable. But to hear Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show and then to hear Aaron Rodgers pause Longer than ever, talking to Aubrey Marcus about the important people he's got to talk to, it just it feels funky. It just feels funky listening to him. Because guess what? I talk to a therapist, but I talk to my therapist about like how I'm feeling. I feel like he's like different people when he when he talks to Aubrey Marcus or Pat McAfee or the media. He's got all these different personalities. Everybody times. does. The way that you talk to me is different than the way you talk to your therapist. It's different than the way you talk to your girlfriend. It's different than the way you talk to sure, somebody in the office. Is the way you di- you talk differently to Chewy. I talk to Chewy the same way I talk to everybody. That was my lying voice. We all heard it. I heard it too. I mean, so like, look, I think the big takeaway there, you could laugh at how he's talking, is that the decision's going to come sooner rather than later. He feels more at peace. We heard him talk about his process there. Thank and- God. I mean, it would just be, it'd be bad if he came out and said he didn't feel at peace. How do you high mean? were they on this podcast? Um, I think there was probably an elevated status there. Yeah. I mean, I think. I think they were bonding in certain ways. I hear that too. You hear something going on? From. I have no idea where it's coming from. Drive me nuts. Um, we'll figure it out. Um, uh, we're not in a darkness retreat. We're not hallucinating. Well, I don't hear it, so that's I, a good. It's thing. in our room. We'll figure it out. Phone plugged in. It might be over there. I'll work on it. We'll after. figure it out. But 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 I think again, like that's that's the 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 big news. We're piece. like squirrels, man. Holy cow. Or maybe it's just me. That's the big news in terms of timing, but I think what's most interesting to me uh, starts with this idea of him talking about how he has nothing left to accomplish, nothing left to prove, um, and talking about sort of where he's at in his career. Here's Aaron Rodgers from earlier today on the Aubrey Marcus podcast. When you have that deep, deep love for the game, um, it's not that hard to, to start that idea in your mind. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want. I love it first and foremost. So that's great. How would I want to, and why would I want to play? And what are the reasons for playing? Don't feel like I have anything left to prove. Um, for the most part, I mean, you say that, but there's always like, but you know, I could still prove, you know, one thing. Oh, of course, this, yeah, yeah. It's 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 you in you it's, transcend it, but include accomplish. also. Yeah, yeah, I don't feel like I have anything left to accomplish. Like for people like show you, like, hey, mm-hmm. I can do this, you know, like, or I got to win another Super Bowl so people, you know. Think is you know think of me in a you know higher sense like no I don't no, I don't need to do any of that you know I love playing and that's a good enough reason but what's gonna make it most enjoyable you know what do I love about the game competition of course you know laying it on the line but all the other stuff that goes before it you know the mental game Monday to Saturday the discipline um the little advantages you try and gain through diet or sleep or mm-hmm. meditation or uh, acupuncture whatever it might be that you you're doing and i've done a number of different things over the years to try and like i'm gonna try this and see if this works or this works or these herbs or this tea or this whatever it might be that you know this diet you know i'm gonna eat vegan this year i'm gonna eat uh, you know right. uh um, paleo or I'm going to try different things for different advantages but but at the root of it is 
you want to be, be you want to be the best yeah. you love competing and you want to dominate and but what makes this sport special is the people it's people it's a people business people win championships you know i know teams get the credit for it but the people win the championships you win championships and you have success with great people that is Aaron Rodgers taking you deep into his thought process in terms of where he's at in his career. And he says, I have nothing left to prove. No, no, no. There's always something to prove, but I have nothing left to accomplish. And I'm interested in that sentiment, right? Because part of this is still under the context where we're all making huge assumptions. The first assumption is he's coming back to play football. Uh, the second assumption is the Packers don't want him uh, to play for their team anymore. I want to stick with the first one. Like, his idea of there's nothing left to accomplish is directly connected to him trying to get away from defining himself based on the opinions of others. What are the opinions of others? What is Aaron Rodgers' legacy as a Green Bay Packer? What will it be? If last season was his last season in Green Bay, Oof. what is Aaron Rodgers' legacy in Green Bay as a Packer? 800-990-3776. What is it? Because... Three, four years ago, he was being talked about as potentially the greatest quarterback of all time. Now, the overwhelming amount of Packers fans want to see him out of Green Bay. What is his lasting legacy going to be? What is Aaron Rodgers' legacy in Green Bay? 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-ESPN. We'll listen to you, the Scalzo and Bruss family, next. Call us, text us. It is Scalzo and Bruss presented by Bud Light. You're listening to Bud Light, Scalzo, and Bruss. Clearly, you can have incredible talents and just be totally screwed up. Were you referencing me? No. Okay. I, I just <laughs> not at all. You're not screwed that. up at all. You're one of the best salespeople I've ever dealt with. <laughs> I mean, on the air, you're weird. But Subscribe to the Scalzo and Bruss podcast free on the Wisconsin On Demand app and wherever you get your podcasts. the world's greatest beer Bud Light and the world's greatest Green Bay Packer quarterback Aaron Rodgers spoke earlier today on the Aubrey Marcus podcast I know he spoke a different day it was released today uh we just replayed one clip where he basically said you know I've got nothing left to prove at this point in my career nope I have nothing left to accomplish. I know how great I've been, um, and uh, I'm not defining my greatness based on the opinions of other people. Ben Brust, when you heard that, what did you think as we asked the Scalzo and Brust family? Uh, we'll open up the phone lines here as well, 800-990-3776. If this is Aaron's la- if last year was his last season in Green Bay, what will be his legacy as a Packer quarterback? I mean... I'll go be uh, first. I'll say his legacy, and then I want to talk about what I think Aaron Rodgers is doing right now mentally and how he's trying to forge why he doesn't need to feel like he needs to accomplish anything more on the football field. But his legacy is simply kind of the same as Brett Favre in a weird way. Like it really is. He won a Super Bowl. Now he's got a four-time MVP. He's probably a better. Everyone keeps saying this. Thrower of the football, right? The talent, the guy who can create, the guy who can throw dimes, the pill slings, as Josh would say. But his playoff record is really bad. Like, it just is. 
He hasn't been back to the Super Bowl since he got there early as in early than in his career. To me, it feels unsatisfied. Um, it's what it, it's. It just feels a little bit like you know. Hey, I thought this was going to be fun, and you promised two minutes, and the next thing you know, or five minutes, and it was way less than that. That's kind of how I get the vibe of what Aaron Rodgers will be remembered for. That being said, I think Aaron Rodgers is trying to convince himself that he's accomplished enough because anyone who gets to his position, anyone who gets to a Hall of Fame level quarterback is crazy in a good way, right? Like the best coaches, the best players, the best at anything that anyone does, a CEO, right? They're always on. They're always thinking about how they can be the best, how they can get better. That doesn't leave you. There's a reason why MJ came back to the NBA, even when he was past his prime. There's a reason why Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, a lot of different quarterbacks play past their prime. There's a reason why Matt Ryan still wants to potentially continue to play. And and That was a weird place to throw Matt Ryan in with a lot of different names that were much better than him. My point is, overall, Aaron is at a point right now where he just is trying to convince himself that he's done enough. Because... He's looking for the reasons for himself to move on because he knows that if he walks away, he talked about it in the podcast, how he doesn't want to live with regret. So he's trying to justify emotionally to himself that he's okay moving on with what he's accomplished. So you think he's getting ready to retire? I don't think he's getting ready ready to retire. I think he's trying to. You just broke down. I I think he's trying for whenever that comes. I think he's been working towards this the last three, four years. He's mentioned retirement the last three, four years. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Because I think feel like people are taking this all as a negative. But at some point, you kind of have to be happy with what you put out there for a guy who will go down as a top five or top ten quarterback of all time, a first ballot Hall of Famer, and some of uh, uh, many fans would say is the greatest. What did you say? Thrower of the football. I think it's hard for people to walk away when it's the right time. And if Aaron continues to do this and talk to himself and convince himself that it is, I think he's putting himself in a spot where he will get out before he's throwing ducks uh, six yards on a slant that are hitting the feet. Aaron Rodgers' legacy is what? 800-990-ESPN, 800-990-3776. Texan or seen first off. Uh, you guys cooled him for uh, bragging about throwing, you know, two plates on. Cool. Uh, he did send a picture of himself. He's got some pretty big arms, I will say. Um, he also writes in, Aaron Rodgers is similar to my wife, insofar as he has that tone that when he starts talking, I can't help but tune him out. Oof. He follows that up with Rodgers' legacy is behind John Elway, but above Dan Marino, that's his legacy. Um, Matt from West Bend chimes in, says, Aaron Rodgers is absolutely the best Packers quarterback ever to do it underwhelmingly. Why does anybody watch the sport? To ultimately see the team's grand success. He, as the leader of the team, is no doubt great at his position, but not great enough to elevate to the standard of winning additional championships. And while he may feel that he has nothing left to prove to anyone, I think fans take issue and disagree given the desire to want to witness another championship. It's a people business, sure, and coaches, personnel have a role, but that's only true to those inner people playing, in my opinion. Yeah, fans are always going to want him to do more. Fans are always going to wish that they won more Super Bowls when Aaron Rodgers was quarterback. But Aaron Rodgers, the person, is going to have to convince himself that what he's done on the field is satisfying enough for him to walk away. Because he, if, if he can't convince himself of that, he'll go crazy. 
Because he'll just be thinking about all the what-ifs that the fans do and that we all do. Thinking back to 2014. Thinking back to the 2021 game and what would have happened if they, if he and Matt LaFleur were on the same page. If, if he doesn't convince himself that he's done enough, he'll drive himself crazy the rest of his retirement and he'll never be satisfied. James in Richfield chimes in, says Aaron Rodgers is the greatest regular season quarterback of all time. Probably the most talented thrower of the football. Would just say it was a letdown championship-wise, not individually. And that's it's interesting that the narrative over the last few years has swung from look at the Packers' defense in the playoffs to Aaron Rodgers' bad playoff quarterback. I I don't disagree. I've said for a long time I think Aaron's biggest weakness has been as a leader and in uh, in being willing to uh, sacrifice in certain ways for the betterment of the team. I wouldn't put it on the coach. I wouldn't put it on the uh, uh, the defense necessarily. I think when you're truly great, uh, you will your team to victory. But I was fought on that for ten years uh, uh, on ESPN Wisconsin. And now it seems like that's flipped, and I wonder how much it has to do with these sort of interviews with Aubrey Marcus where people just don't like the person Aaron Rodgers, and it affects what they think about the player Aaron Rodgers. Justin from Milwaukee says, Favre had significantly better defenses with the Packers. Those 90 defenses were so good. Five straight, uh, top five by points allowed. If Rodgers ever had that, we would be having a different conversation. Let's go to Tim and Partyville. Tim called in. We'll open up the phone lines or keep them open. I should say 800-990-ESPN-990-3776. Tim and Partyville, welcome to Scalzo and Bruss. What do you got? Hey, I might cut out here. I apologize. Keep firing away. We got you. Quarterbacks. Rodgers is 10th in the playoffs for the playoff wins of quarterbacks. He's not terrible. He's... 12 and 10 in the playoffs. Favre was 13. Yeah, we're going to call back Tim when you got a better line uh, so that we can hear you in, in, in the entirety. 800-990 ESPN. Let's go to the official, unofficial bodyguard of the Scalzo and Russ family, 64270. Uh, it's kind of a big deal. Jason, Jason, could you, you could probably put up 15 reps at 225. Um, you know, it's been a while since I've I've been in the gym, man. My my strength lies more in the actual combat arena Fair versus enough. throwing steel around. I prefer to throw people around. I like that. What do you got um, on the Packers, Jason? So I I I think part of the problem with people and Rogers is that, like Ben said, man, to be great at anything, you almost have to be a maniac about it. And he's come to this point where he is now this reflective, inward-looking human being who's coming to terms with his flaws and trying to deal with those in a way that makes most people uncomfortable. I find it refreshing. You know, I've, I've battled all kinds of things in my life. And to see somebody uh, with the stature of an Aaron Rodgers being willing to talk publicly about this, I think it will open the door for a lot of other people who may struggle with things to also address their issues. Could not agree more, Jason. Love you guys. Thank, Love you, for you. Thank you for saying that. I do think it's an important message. I couldn't agree more. I think the fact that people mock him is uh, is shameful, quite frankly. 800-990-ESPN-990-3776. Let's go to John in Tosa. John, welcome to Scalzo and Bross. What do you think Aaron Rodgers' legacy in Green Bay will be? afternoon so i want to preface preface this by saying i would be the same way as aaron Rodgers is right now (laughs) aaron Rodgers is is playing he's me first packer second and i don't blame him one second 
you saw what Favre went through, and he saw how the fans turned on Favre burning his jerseys and crap like that. And he thought to himself right there and said, if this dude can get booed and jeered and jeered and, and yelled at and burn his jerseys after all he gave them and the body that he gave them, I'm in this for myself. I'm going to make the most money I can. I'm going to play the way I do. And I don't give a crap what anybody else thinks. And I think that's when he realized I'm smart enough to play the game, the, the, the PR game. And now when you get to be a certain age, you're kind of like, hell, I don't care anymore. I'm going to tell you what I think. If you don't like it, too bad because you can't win without me. How does oh, it make God, you guys, feel as a Green Bay Packers fan, though? He hung up. Dang. Uh, 800-990-37. I think, I think at this point, uh, 3776. I got to finish the number there. I think at this point, fans, the antiquated relationship between fans, players, and teams has sort of, the, the veil has been lifted. It's right? So different. Uh, and I think that people now understand that these players are looking at themselves as their own individual brands. And I think that you see that oftentimes play out in different ways. But yeah, I think Packers fans are going to feel spurned to a certain degree. But at the same time, right now it's 80% of Packers fans are saying, hey, look, we don't want Aaron back anymore. So how's Aaron supposed to feel? Benny, why don't you tell us about your friends at Princeton Club and how they're going to help you lift 225 16 times tomorrow. Yeah, baby. I'm going to need two people on each side of the bar to help me lift it, but we're going to get it done. No, I mean, for real, Maddie, my personal trainer, has been amazing. Uh, you know, we have our own goals. And when I'm doing my lifts, I make sure I'm not doing the Mark Tremura. I make sure I'm not just lifting halfway up my body. I get the full rep in so I can further myself for my better tomorrow. Start investing in your health, whether you're in your, the Madison area where they have tons of Princeton Love locations, or if you are in the Milwaukee area, the new Berlin location is state of the art. All the health clubs are cleaner than any health club you will go in. In the state of Wisconsin, all of the health clubs provide free child care. So make sure you stop at the Princeton Club. Join for your better tomorrow. It's been amazing for me, and it'll be amazing for you. Can't wait to get after it tomorrow with my guy, Maddie at the Princeton Club. 800-990-3776. Aaron Rodgers says he's got nothing left to accomplish. Uh, Tom Silverstein says the Packers are trading him. If this is the last year, last season was Aaron's last in Green Bay, what is his legacy? 800-990-ESPN. We'll hit it next. It's Galzo and Russ presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light. You're listening to Bud Light, Scalzo, and Russ. The people that drive me nuts are the landmark people, and they go north. Well, don't tell me east-north. I don't know what direction I don't know what I'm going, what direction I'm going. The street says east, head north on North Avenue. There's a south. (laughs) You're going to be going south on North Avenue. That doesn't make sense to me. How does that? It's the name of a street. So it's a two-way street. You think both ways are north? No, I know both <laughs> ways aren't north. That's why it drives me nuts. I mean, there shouldn't be a South North Avenue. If is it an East? I will. <laughs> Even more confusing. <laughs> I hope it's not. Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Beer Bud Light. He's Ben Bross. What's up? Nothing. Ben's just doing a sideshow for me. <laughs> what do you say? Nothing about you, G. 
It wasn't about you. I know it wasn't, but I kind of just wanted to take it on the air because I know exactly what he said. <laughs> I'll take it on Greg the air. No. presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light. Josh Tomasi running Josh. the show uh, here at the One Call. That's all. Gruber's Law Office Studios at the Third Street Market Hall at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. Our guy Wooly Ryan Wollersheim, uh, holding it down at the ESPN Madison Studios downtown. Or yeah, downtown off the Capitol Square. Wooly, uh, what if you had to pick one? Would you do uh, an ayahuasca retreat or a darkness retreat? Can't I take both? I mean, they sound like they go hand in hand. All right, I like it. Our guy Wooly expanding his horizons there. The boringest guy in the world pretending to be hey. fun is a little weird. Hey, what do you mean? Well, what he do you mean pretending? Yeah, <laughs> dude. I sat next to you at the office yesterday. You said a, like five words, and none of them were interesting. Well, you're bullying him. Oh, be more fun. I was throwing the football around with Alex when you G. Your- Alex Strofe and I were chopping it up, and Ryan Wolersheim was sitting there with his thumb up his butt talking to himself. He was starstruck. Yeah, that's what some say. I'm on Team Wooly. Uh-huh. Are you on Team Jesse? For what? He sent me a calendar invite. For tomorrow's Benny Bowling and Hall Monitor Bull Off. Greg, did you know that Ben, uh, Ben, what's the word I'm looking for here? They neg- he negotiated pins. Yeah, I got 22 not and a half pins. straight up. He's not even blowing them straight up. There's a line. Why would I not try and get pins? I actually, uh, if, if Ben can get it, I'm actually proud of his <laughs> Dude, negotiation Dude, I finally, tactic, I, I finally so. negotiated. <laughs> I tend to agree. Like, Jesse's Jesse, and Ben is a former professional athlete who set the record for all-time three-pointers made at UW. Um, but if Jesse's going to give up the pins, you might as well take them. We're talking Aaron Rodgers. He was on the Aubrey Marcus podcast earlier today. Uh, and and talked about how he felt like he's accomplished everything uh, that he set out to accomplish, but he still got the competitive drive. He still loves playing football. He still loves being with the guys. And we thought, hey, he's feeling like he's accomplished what he feels like he needs to accomplish. And uh, in in there's rumors he's going to get traded. If last year was Aaron's last season with Green Bay. What is his legacy as a Packer? Let's go to Tim in Partyville. Tell him welcome to Scalzo and Russ, presented by Bud Light. What do you got? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, you look at you look at the, the all-time grades, he's 10th on the list for most playoff wins right now. He, he's he's going to go down as one of the all-time greats. Now, winning in the playoffs is hard. Uh, you don't see very many guys with winning records in the playoffs, or at least above... 600 records in the playoffs. There's a bunch of them above 500, but if you go down this list, I mean, Brady's got 48 games played, 35 wins. Montana's the next guy on the list, 16 wins. There's just a huge gap there. So let, me, let me ask you this, wins, though. Like, I think of a gap between I, him and Montana. No, I, but like, I get his overall point, but isn't it still disappointing? He hasn't gotten. He just said playoff wins. Yeah, I know he's saying it's impressive that he's top 10 on the list of most playoff wins. Like, but isn't that to the point of like how he hasn't been successful in the playoffs? Like, he he's not in the same conversation of those guys. But yeah, you can make an argument he's got more talent than them. Exactly, and that's what makes it interesting. He's still he's going to go down as an all time great. Now it's a tragedy that we haven't had more Super Bowl wins. We we can all agree on that. It was a tragedy. Favre didn't have more playoff wins. Um, you look at guys like. Patrick Mahomes, for example, 11 playoff wins already. Now that he's getting paid, I think we're going to see that taper off a little bit now that they have to start 
putting together a roster with less money. Thank, thank, you, for the thank you for the call, Tim. And yeah, no doubt he will go down as an all-time great. And I do think that gets overlooked when you're in the heat of the moment, right? Uh, people want to look at this last season, and that's the the bad taste that's left in the mouth. There's no doubt. He's, he's a top 10 quarterback of all time. I don't think he's on the Brady-Montana level, um, but I think he's on that level beneath that, right? Like, he's For on sure. he's on that next one with the uh, Elways and the Mannings and the Marinos and, and a whole bunch of folks, and at least he got the walk, right? I mean, Marinos forever are going to be punished for never even having the one. Rodgers is in the ring club. It doesn't have as many as most people would like. Let's go to the backup official and official backup left tackle of the Scalzo and Bruss family, Mo. Mo in Illinois. Mo, welcome to Scalzo and Bruss. What do you got to say about the Aaron Rodgers legacy? What's up, boys? First of all, I'd like to say, Chewy, my man, I saw that Twitter video. Let me just say one thing. If he needs help with benching and if he wants to know how to do full reps, Thank my you. services are welcome throughout the week. So uh, I will take a break from x-ray school, and I'd be more than happy to help Chewy with benching. Um, real real quick, said. Mo, I will let you get to the rest of your yeah. point. Joshy, can can we pull a quote tweet? Is that possible on Elon Musk's Twitter? I don't not. think and you can. We could. I would like you to figure out a way I to could allow, people, allow people to look at the Chewy reps and ask the Scalzo and Brust family. Are these real reps? Are these real reps? You could say Ben Brust said no, just so Chewy can see that. All right, finish, finish, Mo. Thank you for bringing the important stuff up. All right. No problem, sir. Now, my beloved Aaron Charles Rogers, I think he's going to be looked at a guy in my lens as a man who is not scared to speak uh, for the truth. I think he's a very straight-up person, like off the field. But on the field, I think he's going to be the most talented football player, most talented, not a but talented on the field. I think Mahomes will eventually pass him up. But he's also going to be, unfortunately, looked at as a guy who couldn't get over the hump, who couldn't, you know, get back to the big game in the Super Bowl. But obviously that's for a variety of reasons. But Aaron Charles Rogers is my man. I hope he's back. I'm going to support him till the day I die. Thank you, Mo in Illinois. 800-990-ESPN. 800-990-3776. Benny, tell us about your friends at Biospectrum Hemp. Well, it's awesome because I had some last night. Biospectrumhemp.com. Use promo code BRUST30. That's BRUST30. It's life-changing. The THC in the Delta 9 gummies is so amazing, and you don't have to go all the way to Illinois. You can just go online to biospectrumhemp.com. That's biospectrumhemp.com, and use promo code BRUST30. It, whether it be the CBD, whether it be the Delta 9, I have the Delta 9 gummies, you're not going to find a better price point. Plus, when you get that 30% off, it's even more amazing than it already is. The CBD, the Delta 9, go on there. I even have these pet CBD uh, treats that I can give my dog now. Bruce the dog, living happy and free with his CBD treats. Biospectrumhemp.com. Find what you love on there and use promo code BRUS30 for 30% off. 800-990-3776, 800-990-ESPN. Aaron Rodgers' legacy in Green Bay is what? We'll keep taking your calls next. It's Galzone Bros presented by Bud Light.